Hey, Delicate Dominance Podcast, Queen P. Auto. Hello. Hello there. Hello up there. Hope everybody is doing well amidst these trying times. Yeah. <laughs> very trying, very trying. Girl. If I'm here and you're here, you know, hopefully you guys are there. They, they, right, okay, there and listening. Hi there. Shout right. out to the listeners. Sunday. Of course. Um, a lot of shit going on in life right now, but you know, with the whole, you know, kind of stand indoors thing, you know, we're just trying to make the best of it, really. Yeah, that's all you can do. Yeah. And we kind of, you know, trying to follow regulations and shit like that. We don't have a choice because ain't shit open. Right. right. <laughs> shit. For them to have uh, regulated is yeah. less I'm, open. I'm sorry. I really need to mention this. And I just don't hope this is going sound crazy vain or nothing like that. But, like, y'all motherfuckers that closed down the hair and nail salons, too. Like, niggas can't even get a back massage, a tattoo. <laughs> like, you can't do shit. Like, uh, no extracurricular right. activity at all. Like do low-key I'm one sorry. Massage. We about to be looking crazy as hell in two weeks. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry. And I just, I, I'm sorry to be the one that to say that, but that's, that's kind of, that's like, damn. Mm. You know? But, hey. What can you do? It's that 2020 life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of, how was your week this week? Um, it was okay. It was a I was gonna say bittersweet, but bitter bitter. Um <laughs> okay. I you know, I made the little transition or whatever, and you I had my last day at my previous job before I start my new job or whatever this coming Monday, working from home, of course. Mm-hmm. And you know, with the whole adjusting and everybody preparing to work from home because they finally got enough fucking computers at the old job for them to work from home mm-hmm. with that transition and then the you know whole shit that's going on now it wasn't able to be a whole big thing or whatever like it normally would have been because you know they kind of right. big on like birthdays holidays right. and like going away yeah. and shit like that they do most of the time you know little celebrations like that but you know it wasn't none of that it was just you know see y'all bitches when I see y'all right. have a nice life you know but, you know, a, few, a lot of them I still keep in contact with or plan on keeping in contact with. So, mm-hmm. it wasn't too bad. But, you know, it was just a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, got to chill. You know, still at my other job, too, or whatever. Working. It's slow as hell there. Same old shit. Mm-hmm. Caught up on uh the Wu-Tang saga on Hulu. Okay. Is that good? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's actually really good. Uh, I can't wait for the next season. It's pretty dope. Shout out to Shamik Moore, too, with his little fine ass. The one that I think he's going to end up being Raekwon. But, you know, they kind of just their regular selves right now before they actually become Wu-Tang. They end up process of becoming Wu-Tang and they showing how the story okay. kind of build up or whatever. Okay. So I think that's pretty dope. But Maybe I'll watch it. I ain't doing shit else. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I like his little sexy ass. He's also uh, old boy from Dope, too. A little brown skin from Dope. I don't remember Dope. dope. You remember Dope? No. Nah. Yeah, but yeah, shout out to him. I love him. Mm-hmm. But yeah, other than that, how was your week this week? Well, you know, every week for the past few weeks, I keep saying shit ain't going good, but it's going to get better. It hasn't got better yet. It's actually gotten pretty worse. <laughs> Worser. Worsest. <laughs> Worse. However you want to say it, but I'm still going to remain optimistic and you know what I'm saying? Got to. Once you hit the bottom, it ain't no way to go but up. So You got to. And the thing is that having that time where you struggle or that you going through hard times make the better times that much better. You know? You're right. Show you right. So sometimes you got to go through that type of shit to kind of get you to prepare yourself to get back up. Yeah, so I'm I'm gonna go through the process. I don't have no choice. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just trying not to be super woe with me and just be super. You know, this is a time of building. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Open your mind to epiphanies and go to Tiffany's. All that type of shit. So yeah, yeah. You know, just and to you know to everybody. You know what I'm saying? You know, everything is kind of going haywire right now, but just kind of stay positive and stay in your own lane and your own mindset. Don't let nobody take you out of your square and you know what's best for you and, you know, just do that. And that's my biggest thing too. You know, people always want to go on and on about, 
I get tired of motherfuckers telling me to stay positive and keep positive and then listen to whatever and look on the bright side and shit. I get tired of that shit. That shit not doing nothing or whatever. What the fuck is wallowing in your sorrows doing? Right. The thing of it right. is, you're going to have to go through the struggle and the process either way it go. Right. So what would you rather? Go through it with a positive, upbeat attitude, knowing that things will get better and trying to manifest that into it being true mm-hmm. or right. walking around just feeling sorry for yourself and just being all yeah. sad and gloomy and shit. Because either way it goes, it's, it's happening. Right. You, right. you have no choice mm-hmm. but to go through it. Right. And what you don't know is that stress is really bad on your body. Like just stress and that tension or you being, you know what I'm saying, just not relaxed. Yeah. It's bad on your body. It, it does. Hell. It's wear and tear. Yeah. So you might as well relax and just go through the shit if you're going to have to go through it anyway. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Embrace the process. Accept the process. Because it's going to happen either way. It's going to happen either way. So have a positive, upbeat look on life. That's all you can do. Yep. Early young word. Early word. (laughs) Right. right. Okay, okay. Let's get into today's... uh, Well, is we talking about anything else going on? Or we saying fuck all that shit? Because that shit popping. Nothing popping right now. It's Uh nothing popping at all. Everybody inside doing dumb shit. (laughs) Challenges and all types of fuckery. Right. Uh I know y'all can, as y'all can see, we trying to tiptoe around the obvious just because you hear enough about that shit everywhere you go. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to beat you in the face with it here because you came here for an escape. Yeah. But I did want to pose the question to you that um, I heard you uh, say earlier somebody, you know what I'm saying, you scroll past it or something. It's like in times like this, what do you appreciate now that you, you know what I'm saying, haven't really been grateful for? And, oh, that you like took for granted? Yeah. Being able to go get my motherfucking nails done. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm I'm not even gonna say that. Um, just going out and just kicking it on a whim. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you just decide, like, damn, you know what? I need a drink. I'm gonna go out and grab a drink real yeah, quick. Right. Or you know, damn, I want to go and see a movie or see a play or something like that, just on the random. You know, you know, we, you know, especially like working and shit like that. You don't really get a lot of downtime, but like sometimes you get to that point to where, damn, I want to get out today, especially if it happens to be a nice day. Right. Yeah. And we're not in the dead middle of winter anymore. It's still like it's kind of chilly days out, but it's some days, it, nice. yeah, yeah, it's pretty much the weather kind of breaking now. So mm-hmm. especially on the days when the sun is out and everything like that, you kind of, you know, might want to hit up like a little day event or something like that or something where you sit down on a patio and you enjoy the weather. And you chilling with a nice little drink or something like that and kicking in with your folks and just taking in the atmosphere, meeting people and networking with people like how we met old girl at the bar a few weeks back. Like little shit like that that you're not really able to do right now is kind of making me feel like, dang, and, and like, did I take that for granted when I was able right. to do it? Yeah. And, and you don't really feel like you do, but when you don't have it, you start thinking about it like, dang. I could have appreciated it a little bit more, you know? Because when you're just doing shit, you just like, oh, well, I got a car. I got money. I can get up and do this when I feel like doing it. You know, and you just think about it, and it's not even a second thought. But, like, now when you when we sitting on our we, we our ass is sitting down. Like, we, we it's that's it right now. You're not doing shit. So that really, you know, kind of is making me think, like, damn. Something I kind of miss. But I think I would say... Um, just going to a restaurant because you know I like to go to restaurants, you know, with you or just with people. Period, or even by myself, you know, taking yeah. a look and just go sit yeah. and eat by myself. So, you know, not being able to just be like, "Ooh, I got a you know few spare dollars here. Let me just mm-hmm. go and sit down and grab some eat real quick." You know what I'm saying? By not able to be able to do that and just want to get takeout from places, which. <sighs> Which is oddly still available. Takeout is still available. Exactly. You know, I just don't get that. But yeah, I think they're more so doing it for those who aren't as able-bodied to get up and just cook and everything like that. They have like door-to-door services to where they can bring food to you. Yeah, but if the people that like rely on that sort of thing, if the food is contaminated, being cooked by people who may or may not be sick. You be sick. Right. It's kind of like, well, the fuck, yeah, yeah. We're not completely serving those people well. Yeah. But, hey, however you guys want to do it, we're at your whim right now. Yeah, I just don't 
I don't know. I don't want it to ever just be to a point to where the fucking entire world is just on a whole lockdown. You know, yeah. that shit will be miserable. But, yeah. <laughs> but you know, we're not going to not gonna put that in the air. This will probably be all over in a few weeks, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah, so I just want to get back to regular shit. I guess just regular life, I'm going to say. The, the regular day-to-day mm-hmm. shit that I was used to doing yeah. and being able to do. Yeah. To kind of maybe took it for granted a little bit, you know. Okay. But yeah, yeah. So go ahead and tell them what we talking about. Yep, on to on to happier, <laughs> <laughs> on to a happier subject topic. Today we are discussing what we're gonna call nostalgia's playlist. Yeah. And today we're just going to go through old songs, classic songs, songs that really meant something to us. You know, it may have been a specific time in our lives that we were going through something when this song was out or, you know, when we really felt it or, you know, it could just be whenever, whatever, you know. And like, we know it's not going to be every classic song. I don't want to hear, oh, y'all missed this. Y'all got this classic. How the fuck y'all leave off it? Like, it's not that. Hmm. It's not that today. This is something that's more so personal. Exactly. What we liked, what we you know, experience why that particular song was out and just what we feel about it and what that song meant to us. And of course, even for us, there's going to be some songs that's left off because if we go through every classic song, right. it'd be like this shit'll be five hours long. Right. You know? exactly. So I mean we know y'all ain't got shit to do right now. Okay. Period. We could make a five hour podcast exactly. and it just be straight. But <laughs> it's not that today. We're gonna try to keep it at our usual time duration. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So nostalgia's playlist. What's your song? What's your what's your jam? What's, what's your first song that you you know felt something with? Like okay, so I think we should start off with the song that we both share that, we, <laughs> that we put on here, and that is "Always Strapped" by Lil Wayne and Birdman. Okay, and <laughs> that song, I swear, when we first started uh participating in uh recreational uh herbal activities okay high as fuck come on <laughs> it was like that song was like everywhere we went every time everywhere. we got in the car every any club any bar yeah. any house that song was coming any radio like, oh. and it wasn't and it wasn't that that popular it wasn't like a number one song you know what i'm saying so it was just crazy like why they keep playing this song over and over and, we, and just let us tell you, we were just convinced that they played it strictly because, because we was high. Yeah. Just strictly yep. because we was uh-huh. high. And just every time we just shake it, we like, oh, shit, always oh, Right, oh, yeah. You oh, <laughs> just coming up with that hardcore-ass rock beat and mm-hmm. shit. Well, that, yeah. that, that just instantly became our shit. Like, damn. Yeah. It's, it's the high song. That, that was the high song. To yeah. this day. Yeah. <laughs> to this very day. Yes, that's the high song. Yeah. Always strapped Lil Wayne. That is funny, but yeah. Yeah, that's hilarious. So what you got cooking over there? Um, my first one for me is a personal classic, and it's like <laughs> one of the little funny ass songs that I heard when I was a kid. I was young as hell when this song came out, but it just reminded me of so many different things. And that's Erica Badu Tyrone. Mm. This is Erica Badu. This had to be like '97, Ooh. and I mean I was a kid, kid when this shit came out. And every time this song would come on, you know, like. You know, Delcy be playing it. Like, my grandma would play it or whatever. Like, yeah, my mom would play it or whatever. And mind you, this is the dirty version. Because, you know, they had the punk-ass clean version, too. Mm-hmm. So, when this song first came out, you know, it was popping. All the adults was listening to it or whatever like that. And I can just remember one time, me and my older cousin, you know, they was having, like, they was playing, like, cars and stuff like that in my grandma's house or whatever. Of course, kids, take y'all ass to bed or take y'all right. ass upstairs. Uh-huh. Get away from the adults or whatever exactly. like that. So, they put this song on the little radio or whatever like that. And, you know, we always heard, like, the clean version, because I think it may have been on the radio, I don't remember, but we heard the dirty version. Like, as we was going up to the room or whatever, they started playing it or whatever, the dirty version was on. We was like, well, oh, this is the dirty version. So we sat there and listened to that shit. Like, that was our shit. Shouts out to my cousin or whatever. But, girl, that was everybody's shit. And I just thought that that song was so funny because it just felt like she was just talking right to you, like on the phone conversation, like, bitch, let me tell you about Tyrone, bitch. Oh, it's like, right. I swear, that's exactly how it felt, even as a kid. Mm-hmm. I swear, that song was hilarious to me. I'm sorry. Yeah, Tyrone was shit. Yeah, and it just took me back to a time of being a kid and wanting to be in grown shit. Yeah. Wanting to be up under adults. Yeah. Wanting to hear what they was talking about. Right. What's that in your cup? 
Right. Like, oh, why is it clear? Like, right. what's that? Is that water? Let me it's smell. Like, like, it's like pink. Yes. I want it. Yes. I just want it to be as grown as hell as a kid. Not fast grown, but like grown as hell. Yeah. Always inquisitive, ask the questions. Uh, yeah. So that just remind me of that time. A, a, a more simpler time. Simpler time. Simpler time. Right. Yeah. Fuck being an adult. <laughs> I remember where. Well, I don't remember exactly where it was. You know, I mean, I was in the same stage of life, of life as you were, but I don't remember exactly where I was when that song came out. But I remember the live version being live as hell. That's what it was. Yeah. The live version. Yeah. Uh-huh. They were playing live version because you could hear the people in the audience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> remember feeling like damn they really fucked this up and this yeah. was what was this was this when was Jay-Z like, Renegade? Oh three? Like oh three, yeah. It had to be like oh three or something like that. And I used to just remember like damn these some old lyrical miracle ass niggas right. like when I was listening to oh, it, I just Eminem killed that. Yeah shit. Eminem fucked it up. Yeah. And I and I fucked with Eminem too. Like me and uh my homegirl whatever like loved Eminem and 50 Cent too. So anything with him on there and then with Eminem on there and Jay Z, like we just kind of was like, oh, you know, like our niggas formulate them right, together, yeah. like they coming together. Right. <laughs> and Eminem put so much passion to that shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, Renegade! Yes, yes, yes. Oh my goodness, I fucking yeah. love that song. I love that whole album too. But yeah, yeah, that was my shit. Girls, 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 part two on there was my shit too. Izzo, all I need. And I'm so mad about the girls, girls, girls part two because. That's the one to start off with. I'm not a woman. My girl guy. And they know it. When it comes to girls, I don't lie. And the girls respect me for it. Ain't gonna say my horse can't be over. But right now, it's just too many fine ladies out there to choose from. Song, but mm-hmm. it's attached to you know what I'm saying. It's not just under girl to girl. You gotta hear it 
as the song that you know. First, oh, it was like a whole album on there. You had to fast forward. No, it's it. just the one song. Like, cause um, remember the bonus track, you had to fast forward through it. I had to. We had when I had the city, I had it burnt. Mm-hmm. You had to fast forward through the last track to get to girls, girls, girls. Okay, it wasn't a track after that. Oh, just had to fast forward through it to get to, to get it. to the actual song. Oh, like a little bonus cut. Yeah, yes. exactly. So that's how it is on oh, YouTube. Is it? Okay. Can't never find it by itself to listen to it. Oh, okay. So, well, shout out the title because it's on there. Oh, <laughs> that's what made me get titled for real because that song is my shit and I really haven't really heard it like that since I've been older because I can't never find it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to play that for you at the end. <laughs> Thank you. That's mm-hmm. my shit. But yep. And yeah. what's your next one? Shit, girls, girls, girls. <laughs> girls, 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 too. Period. <laughs> so, my next song is I'm So Into You by SWV. Woo! That is my shit. Okay? Yes. And then it'd be like, that's be my song that just make me, like, put me a la 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 when I like somebody. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Still to this day? Still to this day. Yeah. And it made me think of, uh, I know, right? And it made me think of Corey. Corey Wise from uh when they see a Central Park Five because mm-hmm. it's the song at the end he started dancing to he was mopping the floor mm. and he uh it was kind of like he had got a you know he was still in jail but it kind of like he had got a glimpse of the outside world you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and he heard the song while he was mopping the floor you know what I'm saying listening to the TV and shit and he was looking like oh this shit kind of cool you know what I'm saying okay but yeah that'd be my shit okay as mm-hmm. with them long ass nails oh man yeah. yeah. Yeah, they did some long ass nails. Yeah, but that's that song is my shit. Yeah, I've been singing that shit hard to tell at home by myself. Mm-hmm. By myself. Wow. Okay. Okay. So my next one is Tony, Tony, Tony. Uh-huh. It never rains in Southern California. Tony. Mm-hmm. And this shit was that's what? Way, way back. Yeah, that's way, way back. Nineteen ninety. Like a bitch was like a zygote. <laughs> that shit came out. But even my mom would tell you to this day, like, and I don't know if I had, like, maybe heard it again later on or whatever. Mom would tell me, like, young as hell. She was like, no, it never rains in Southern California was really your shit. Like, and because I would be singing it, like, it never rains inside that. Like, just be singing and shit. And I remember hearing it, and it always reminded me of a California Raisins bed set that I had. Uh, So, you had a California Raisins bed set? Yeah. Uh, that was probably ugly as hell. Yeah, it was horrible. But <laughs> you know, it was just them like, just like they had on like little hats and jazzes and yeah, shit like that. Uh, yeah, it was just like the little sheet and little pillowcases and stuff like that. I have no idea why yeah. I had it. There's some shit my mom bought. I mean, California Raisins was popping back then. I guess. I guess. I I, I wouldn't know either. I, I just. <laughs> I just remember my mom bought it. <laughs> seeing them at the doctor's office. They had posters in my doctor's office. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. a little goofy ass raisins and right. stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. That little best. That was my shit, but. So like it just Southern, always reminded me of that. Like Southern California raisins. <laughs> yes. Basically, and you know how just one thing uh, tie your mind to something else for no reason? Uh-huh. That's kind of what that's that did for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that song was really my shit though. Uh-huh. I like and I can't yeah. be like I just used to be singing. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, they had it. Tony, they got Tony it. and Tony. Yeah, all the Tony. Yeah. Yeah. Even though none of them names was Tony. But you know, that, and that confused me too as a kid. Also, I was like, right. well, why kind of names is Tony, mama? Right. I don't know shit. Don't ask me that. <laughs> like <laughs> three Tonys, it is not one Tony. Not a one Tony. Not, not a Tony to be found. There are not two Tonys. But yeah, it's my shit. So my next song is kind of a fairly recent song, but it's a marker in my life. Okay. Okay. So it's Bodak Yellow. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Bodak Yellow by Cardi B. Ready. And it was like, okay, so 2016, I had a kid. Boom. 2017, I had a kid. Boom. 2017 is when Bodak Yellow went out, came out. So when it first came out, I'm like, yeah, okay, this is this is cool or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Whatever, you know what I'm saying? But I was pregnant, couldn't drink, couldn't, you know what I'm saying, have fun and shit, whatever. Mm-hmm. But by the time that shit had dropped them all of them, all of the kids and shit off, and I was back, you know what I'm saying? It was time to be bad bitch. And shit, time. And I heard how much shit this bitch was talking, okay? I'm like, I could sing this whole song in a dark room by myself with nobody. <clears throat> And still turn the fuck up. Like, that was my shit. I just cannot believe how much shit that bitch was talking. I just felt that shit in my soul. I was like, 
This motherfucker spit. Okay, that was my funny. shit. Yeah, that just it just it just kind of marks when you know what I'm saying. All right, bitch, you got the you got the kids out. Get back on it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, real special time. But we got a little while. All right, and my next one, and this was kind of going to take a kind of a dark, sad turn. Oh. Oh, damn. I know, right? We'll get it back up beat, you guys. Huh? <laughs> but I did want to mention this one, though, because it was a time in my life that I will never, ever forget. And it's Aaliyah Rock the Boat, 2001. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm just saying that because that was the song that came out around the time that she had died, you know? And just that whole album also, too, you know, it came out, the whole album kind of reminds me of it, but the Rock the Boat and along with the video with her looking just so angelic in it and yeah. everything, it just kind of put me in a space and it reminds me of her death and you know the reason why her death really sticks out to me is because for me Aaliyah dying it was it was real traumatizing you know what I'm saying I was young as hell when that happened too and for me her dying gave me a different and new concept of death you know like I had a concept of death as far as all right you involved in street shit it's a chance you might die Mm -hmm. you know you get older you know eventually you die you have ailments cancer things like that you might die you do fucked up things to your body it's a chance you might die but Aaliyah dying, for me, just gave a new concept as far as death, letting me know, like, sometimes you just die because it's just your time to go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And with her particular situation, that's what it was for me. Like, damn, you know, why did she take that flight? You know what I mean? Right. It was just her time. And I didn't grasp that concept until she passed, you know, mm-hmm. like, damn. Sometimes yeah. your number up, you know? Yeah. yeah. So that, that song really stick out for me for that. And, you know, just her whole death in general, but just the rock the boat part of, you know, when that drops, it just always linked that, you know, to her death for me. That's all we Super sad, but, you know, I had to throw that one in there just because it really was, it was a, a, marker, a turning yeah. point for me, you know, as far mm-hmm. as my understanding with that. You know, yeah. like the eighth grade, too. A lot of your songs coming from 03. This is 01. 01? Yeah. Oh, okay. A lot of your songs coming from 03 and 01. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That era. Yeah. Yeah, that was really sad. Yeah, a lot of turning points though in the area. That's like your coming of age. Or right? my coming of age for me. It was 9-11 that year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. What's your next one? All right. So this is this song kind of marks my independence a little bit. Okay. When I uh moved out on my own and uh we was all you know, pretty much kind of living together, you know what I'm saying? It was kind of like a sorority house damn near, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And the song was fucking Lollipop by Little Wayne. Mm-hmm. Okay? <laughs> Wayne is like, as you, he's already been on my list already, you know what I'm saying? He like my favorite rapper. And Lollipop, when he came out with Lollipop, that shit just sounded so different. I would wake up out of my sleep to hear that song, okay? I would be like dead sleep and hear that song and wake the fuck up. Like, mm. And that was just my shit. Everybody knew that was my shit. You know what I'm saying? And it was just a lot of independence, you know what I'm saying? We was pretty much on our own that year, you know what I'm saying? We was partying and doing different wild ass shit or whatever, but you know what I'm saying? It was fun as hell, but I remember that song was my shit. And I used to literally wake up out of my sleep to hear it. Mm. Lil Wayne, Lollipops. Lollipops. Mm. Rest in peace, Static Major. Right. Mm. I remember it being like the song of the jam of the week on MTV, jams and everything. That shiny ass pleather jacket he had. <laughs> yeah, delicious ass dances. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, lollipop, lollipops. Yeah, did you like the remix with Kanye? Mm-hmm. I like the fact that he was like lollipop. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't need me, yeah. Oh yeah, they could have left that. They could have left that. <laughs> oh, you ain't fuck with the Kanye version. I mean, they just could have left the bar. <laughs> it was a remix. They could have left the bar. They could have just unremixed that. Yeah, yeah. Left it unmixed. Yeah, just regular mix. <laughs> Yeah, he did. He did okay, but 
you know, I don't. I like remixes where they redo the whole song. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I don't like and when they just slap somebody verse on the front of that. With bitch. the same, yeah, with yeah. the same concept. Yeah, it, it is straight sometimes, but I, I know what you're saying. Yeah, or an official remix. Yeah, sometimes it's straight. Yeah, sometimes it don't be. Give me a whole ass Diddy remix mm-hmm. where you yeah. change the beat, yeah. change yeah. everything. Yeah, uh-huh. uh-huh. the little glass clicking at the beginning. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. So going into my next one. I got Tupac hit him up, 1996. Ooh, not 1996. Man, young as hell again. Yeah, a kid, kid. <laughs> Some shit I should not be listening to, and that you know, parental advisors would not want me listening to at that time because shit was just not as free willed as it is now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you know, we was like grown as hell, but we wasn't. Right. But we was, but we wasn't. It was just kind of, it, it was just way different from what it was now. So. Tupac hit him up, 96. I just remember that being my brother shit, okay? And, like, my brother wasn't really a Biggie fan. He was all about Tupac, all about that whole Machiavelli thing. Like, he did a whole paper on that nigga, like, in school or whatever. And I just remember listening to that song and that whole situation and just wondering, like, damn, what did they do to make that nigga that mad? Like, what happened? Because I didn't know the backstory. Like, I wasn't, you know, following the full backstory. You know, again, young as hell, but I just heard that shit and I just was so entertained as a kid. <laughs> like, he just come first off, fuck your bitch and that click, you clap. Right. I said, oh, I said, well, 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 damn. Right. He just started snapping in that song for me. And I just, I, I hadn't really been exposed to like rap beef and shit. I didn't know what rap beef was. I didn't know that rappers beefed. <laughs> like, I didn't know shit right. about that. Like, yeah. I'm like, oh, rappers, rap, rappers really don't be liking each other? Like, oh, they don't like each other? Oh, okay. Like yeah, but you like six. Like yeah, get get a grip. Like get get to know, get get to know what's up. So and, and then we were still talking about that song years later. Because remember when when we got together in middle school, that was our shit. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, that was that was way after ninety. Yeah, uh, of course. But just being a whole fucking kid and just not even knowing for real. And you know when you get older and you listen to some shit, you can appreciate it more because you understand uh, what's going on. Right. right? You know, oh, he was saying that. Yeah. Right. Right. You know, and you just being young and tell whatever. You just know, ooh, he said that. Right. He said this and that. And I just remember, like, my brother being so hyped off that shit. So that shit just got me hyped. Like, right. what's up? What's up? Like, really didn't know what the fuck was going on. Didn't even know why they was beefing. Didn't right. have any understanding of the concept. Just little as hell. But just remember being like, okay, niggas is hyped off that shit. Let's get hyped off of right. it. You know, just wanting to be grown as hell, but not knowing what the fuck I'm talking about or doing. So, <laughs> but yeah, Tupac hit him up. Yeah, that was, that was my shit. That's still my shit to this day. Mm-hmm. It's like it gotta be in the top five. This this song. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. He went crazy. He did. He like he. he I think he set the precedent for Fifty Cent to be who he is. You know what, what I'm saying? Say pop walk so Fifty could run. <laughs> That's it. You know we should we might have to do an episode a whole fucking episode on the fucking beef series. Oh my god. That just remind me of no Vaseline and all them shit. Yeah. You gotta get some clips for that shit. Yeah. For sure. Right. Yeah. Get, yeah. Get the clips. Right. Yeah. That shit funny. Okay and. So my last song that made the list is We Steady Mobbing by Lil Wayne and Gucci Mane. Mm. And Lil Wayne is my favorite rapper. And then Gucci Mane is like in my top five favorite rappers. And they don't got many songs together. So when they did that song together, it was like the shit, the shit. You know what I'm saying? And we was in our little clubbing phase. Mm-hmm. We gonna go ahead and leave out the club that it was. Um, but we was clubbing hard. Mm-hmm. That thing, hard, hard. And that song had came out. That was the shit, okay? Yeah, that was our shit. Yeah. What the fuck is up? It's Gucci Baby G. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was our, that was, that was our, that was our club rap thing. Yeah. 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 Club rap, club Yeah. Yeah. And my last song that I just wanted to add on here too, it was kind of a dark song, but it wasn't a dark period in my life. It just, it's just the song, just kind of sad or whatever. But it was Eminem Stan, mm. and that one for me because I fuck with Eminem heavy. Like when he, you know, I first dropped it, everything like that. All that Marshall Mathers LP that was what two thousand. That song really got me paying attention to storytelling and music. Mm. And important. yeah, very important. And I love a good story being told just in life in general, but especially yeah. in music, like dope ass storyteller, Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole and shit like that. 
Eminem stands for me maybe pay attention to that kind of shit, you know, as opposed to just, oh, I like the beat, mm-hmm. or I like when he said this, or I like the way he said this, the cadence, this, this, and blah, blah, blah. All that shit is cool, and it still is incorporated in my musical taste today. Mm-hmm. But Eminem stands for me made me pay attention to storytelling because of the way that he told how, you know, you know the build-up to, you know, how the fan went crazy, how he, you know, you know stand crazy-ass and shit. And then the video, too, was just kind of, it, it went well with the song. You know, I like the way he just put that whole thing together. So for me, after like hearing that, I really paid attention to storytelling. Like, well, damn, what this person talking about? Or what he's saying? What's she saying? Right. Is she talking about some shit? That's kind of why I can now in music just kind of tell like, oh, but it's just some bullshit just to listen to. It's cool. It's catchy. Or am I listening to some shit that's really going to make me think, you know? Mm-hmm. And am I listening to and following artists that's really talking about some shit and right. really going to make me think about you know, things outside of the music, you know? And I do like that feeling, mm-hmm. you know? Right. And it helped, you know, in liking the artists that I do like today, you know? Right, So, right. yeah, I love the storytelling music. You know what's kind of crazy, y'all? What? I'm not, I, and I can say this, I'm not really, I can appreciate a story here and there in music, but I'm not big on storytelling in music, you know? Mm-hmm. But what I, the storytelling that I do remember in music is from that same time. Well, not not staying, but that 03 ish era that we was talking about mm-hmm. is from Steelmatic. Uh, I think it was. Was it Rewind? Some song on Steel, Steelmatic. Okay. That, you know what I'm saying, Nas was, you know what I'm saying, telling the story on it. It made me really, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. But yeah, I don't fuck with this. I don't. I be listening for the beat, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. For most and of the time. And a good beat is important. Most of the time. A good, a good beat is important, but like musically, I want all of that. You know, I want a right. good beat, I want a good production. You know, I like when you telling a good story, I like when you talking about some shit. I like when you can have a good rhyme, good cadence, good flow. I like when you when the way that you rapping matches the beat and you can actually ride the beat real well. Right. You know, a lot of artists that I like know how to really ride the beat and be like, yeah. you know, this shit, yeah. it, it really flow and it's really good for the listening experience, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Yeah. Smiling Faces by Rocco, too. That was another one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's one of your honorable mentions. Yeah. Which is that three? No, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't my honorable mention. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. But one of those is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's get into that. Uh, uh, okay. Criss Cross Jump. Okay, come on. I, I remember. Ready, make up. <laughs> I don't remember what year it was, but whatever year that song came out, it might have been like two or three. Maybe you know what I'm saying. If I was two or three, or maybe a little bit older, but I was in my car seat, clowning off of that song. Like I remember that shit just zoning the fuck out. Okay, that was my shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm back Daddy Mac and Mac Daddy though. Mm. The bitch was like twelve. Right. Mac Daddy. But that was a live ass song though. Yeah. That always made me think of my childhood. My aunt, my mama used to be taking me to her cousin house to watch me. You know what I'm saying? My mom and daddy take me to her cousin house to watch me because they had to work. And on the way there, I don't I don't know, I guess maybe they always played it in the mix in the morning. It was like <laughs> six in the morning. Mm-hmm. And that shouldn't be on. I'd be live as fuck. That was my shit. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Used to be. Criss Cross. Yeah. Rest in peace, Chris. Right. Yeah, I forgot one of them did pass away. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I'm mention for me is, I'm sorry, I'm, I gotta do it. I gotta do it. I don't give a fuck what nobody talking about oh, at Lord. this point. I don't care. B2K got to be. What the fuck? What yeah. the fuck? I don't care. That was my childhood. I don't care. And that was my first celebrity crush. J-Book. B2K. Really? Yes. Really? Cause you know, like Bow Wow and Romeo and shit like that was all hot. They was out, whatever, whoop you whoop. You know, and I fuck with them with their music or whatever, but I never had a crush on Bow Wow and Romeo. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, never, yeah. ever, ever. At no point. Like, you know, yeah. but oh, when B2K came out, nigga. Oh, B2K. J-Book. Come on. Come on. That's my childhood. That's that's why I had to fuck with the Millennium Tour. Like, they just took, that took me back to all them little times or whatever. I, 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 I fucked with them. B2K tapes. And shit. Yeah, I fucked with them heavy. I'm sorry. I was I was the one I wanted to do all the little dance moves and shit. I just uh, like all, the, all, shit. all the videos, any little access granted on BT, any behind the scenes shit that they was doing. Yes, yes. storyboards. Yes, uh, yeah. all the fan fiction stories yeah. online, even writing them. Right. Yeah. Reading and writing Show them. Right. Show you right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Come on. B2K. I don't care. Had to. Got to. 
was that 2002? Gosh, yeah. to, gosh to be. Gosh to fucking be. <laughs> but yes. Yeah, I, I was I was I was right there with you. Okay. Yeah, I was you right know. there with you. Exactly. Like, you know. Yeah, you know. I don't care shit. Okay, so another one of my my honorable mentions is, is Follow Me by Gucci Mane. Uh-huh. Come on. Oh no, I'm not a role model like Charles yes. <laughs> And and that had it was crazy because that was like the most messagiest thing I had ever heard out of Gucci Bang. And then our friend slash weed man slash just kick it partner that mm-hmm. put us on that song and a whole little three C D thing mm-hmm. that he had going on with the Brew Russia, Great Britain. Brewer, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it was it was another one, forget. But yeah, that shit was cold as hell. That nigga was really talking shit on that song. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I like the whole little compilation too. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, like I'm a role model, everybody follow me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that, that was the shit. shit. Uh, shout out to our friend. Our friend. Our friend. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Shit Yeah. Yeah. Shit Yeah. 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 Good times. Hell though. yeah, it was. He was a cool ass cat. Getting blazed. Getting real blazed. Okay. Yeah. For real, for real blazed. Yeah. Not these weren't no Reggie Bush. Started the hot boxing. Right. Okay. Mm. Yes. Mm. Yeah. When things, when times were so much simpler. Mm hmm. Look at Gucci, man. Yeah. Man, that was that. What, what year is that? Like, no, nah, it was like 09, 09. Probably. Yeah, 09. Yeah, that was when Gucci was flooding everybody yeah. with music. Mixtapes, singles, everything, yeah. anything you wanted, anything you think uh-huh. of. Right before he got, before Wasted. Remember Wasted had came out? That was that might have been after though. But Wasted came out as that's when he kind of broke the radio shit with yeah. Because uh-huh. when that, all that fucking trap shit was not on the radio before Gucci broke that shit. Right. Because Gucci was like the, the epitome of mixtapes at that time, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. Lil Wayne had mixtapes, and you know what I'm saying? Uh, 50 Cent, you know what I'm saying? Was you know what I'm saying? They doing their little mixtape thing, but Gucci Mane had hit the mixtape thing hard, yeah. Was, just mixtapes, glory. Yeah. So yeah, and his mixtapes went crazy in the hood, yeah, everywhere. Yeah. Like, they was playing in people cars and shit like regular radio singles, yeah, and everybody know him. But you wasn't expecting to hear that shit on the radio when you heard that shit already. You like, this is Gucci Mane that fucking made it to the radio, uh huh. It was crazy. Yeah. 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 Um, so my next honorable mention is Kanye West Spaceship College Dropout 2004. Ooh. And I want to say it's a couple other songs on there too. Uh, like Two Words, Last Call. College Dropout album was my shit. And College Dropout for me, that was just that kind of coming of age time where you know, I was really getting to know myself, not even just musically and like what I liked or whatever, but just who I was, what I was into, what I did and didn't like as far as, you know, whatever. And still wasn't 100% sure, but that was just like a real time in my life to where I was kind of finding my own independence and just doing shit, you know, kind of like, not for myself really per se, but just on my own. Like I had, you know, like a little job or whatever like that. And really thought I was doing something, you know, not really paying no real, real bills for real, for real like that, but just taking care of like little shit, you know, on my own or whatever. And that was just one of those times where that shit came out. And just musically, it was one of my escapes to listen uh-huh. to College Dropout. That was like one of my escape music. Yeah. Like, yeah, let's put this on. Have a bad day. Let's put on College Dropout. Mm-hmm. And, when, and when he came out, it was like, damn, I ain't, I ain't really felt like this before. Like, damn, uh-huh. yeah. With this, I like him. I don't know. I think that's why to this day I just, you know, like yeah, be saying and doing a lot of, you know, questionable things. But I just can't bring myself to dislike Kanye. Mm-hmm. You know, no matter what, like I'm like a fan, fan of his. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's just it. One of my favorite producers. That was his first album. Produ- producer rapper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, college dropout. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But spaceships was my shit. I just. I really got attached to that show. And he just, he just, I don't know. I just like the way he just came in on it. I don't know that whole little thing or whatever. That whole, just, just this whole rollout and drop for that. I just really liked. I really fucked with that. 
I've been working this great shit and I ain't made shit. I wish I could buy me a spaceship and fly. I wonder, did he produce every song on there? I wonder. Because all that shit do sound like some kind of produced shit, but I don't know if he produced every song on there. But that, that sounds like he just had his whole hand in that. Homework. Yeah, look that up for sure. Yep, yep. So I have any more songs, but I have my uh movie nostalgia movie. Okay, yeah, we can definitely do that. Uh, mine is fucking super bad. Yes. Okay, super bad. Love super bad. You know, we had this was like what two thousand nine ish, ten ish. We had uh moved. You know the area we have moved into. <laughs> and, <laughs> and we, we won't mention. <laughs> and fucking, we had, I don't know, we had just, and that, and super bad Pineapple Express. Yeah. Pineapple Express, really, when we had started smoking. Our movies to get hot yeah. to and watch. Uh-huh. It was funny as hell. And super bad was funny as fuck. And I remember it was like, it was like that introduction to that white, dry ass humor. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah and that sarcastic, sometimes a little gay. Yeah. Humor. Right. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that shit that shit marks the time where, you know what I'm saying, it just it started exploring and doing shit on my own, you know what I'm saying? Smoking weed and just you know what I'm saying, you know, when you when you start smoking, your mind just opened up into a whole different, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. A whole different thing. And you know, you just I don't know. You will have to. You know what I'm talking about. If you ever smoked before, you know what mm-hmm. if you haven't smoked before, stop being a fucking prude. You can go ahead and try it. <laughs> it's okay. It's not heroin. Oh my god. Oh my god. We are not promoting drug use on Delicate Diamonds podcast. Yeah, but but, but weed is herbs. <laughs> weed is herbs. That's all. I'm weed is herbs. And uh, <laughs> I fuck with herbs heavy. That's all I'm saying. Oh, Hilarious. All right, then my nostalgia movie, and oh my goodness, Michael come off like a whole thug, (laughs) but probably. And and I really didn't appreciate this movie until I got older, but this movie was so fucking good, like Menace to Society. Oh, I think I appreciated that shit as a kid. Man, oh my goodness, Tyrant Turner, Lawrence Tate, Tyrant Turner, Academy Award winning performances. Let let me tell it. Let me fucking tell it. Okay. Okay. Who the fuck gonna be old out there? Okay, okay, come on. <laughs> Blew his head off in front of your face. <laughs> you, you ain't gonna, gonna do shit? shit. Like, come on. Come on. Every yeah. fucking scene in that movie. Yeah, is a quotable. Is a quotable. Yeah. It's entertaining. It's just, man, a, a black classic. Yeah, I don't care what nobody has to say. A black classic. Not even just a just a classic period. I don't I don't care. I know it's some white people that's gonna feel me on this too. And any other race. That's gonna feel me on it. Menace to society. If you have not, if you have not saw this movie, you are, are fucking up in life. Yeah. Like you're fucking up. Like I'm yeah. sorry. That that movie is. I, I don't know. It's so many. It, it's it's so much shit that you can just get from that movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's you know karma. Is knowledge itself. Is thug shit, gangster shit. You know, just all, all types of shit. Just in that. Movie that camaraderie, yes, yes, yeah. brotherhood, all that shit. Peer just pressure, peer pressure, anything, any and everything that you can imagine that you could think of, you you get out of the society, and it's really relatable. And it's funny too at the same time. It got funny shit in it. It got comic relief at the same time. You know, here and there, bits and pieces. To me, I don't know. Shit was funny, but and Lawrence Tate was fine as hell back then. Man, Tyra, I mean, he's fine as hell now. He's still fine as hell. Tyra Turner, Tyra Turner, man, beautiful uh-huh. chocolate black man, and it had a uh, fucking Chauncey in there. Chauncey, most fucking ass Chauncey. That was funny as hell. Yeah, Clifton Powell and been in every fucking movie he ever. Ass, right? Yeah, he always the asshole in the movie. <laughs> MCH, shouts out to MCH. Oh, was I love MCH. 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 He was so funny. Yeah, Give funny. me a motherfucking doctor. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Even cousin Harold, cousin Harold, bitch. Hell yeah! Oh, yeah. Uh, DJ Pooh, that's his name. Was, was that DJ Pooh? Yeah. Uh-huh. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. Shut up! Yeah, that's DJ Pooh, cousin Harold. Yeah. All right, nigga. Ain't going out like no punk. Yeah. Can't get out the car, man. Uh huh. Damn! Why I never knew that? <laughs> that's crazy because DJ Pooh is from the Watch, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
Girl. Sisters, bro. Yeah, Fucking mind is blown. Bro, okay. I'm sick. You ain't know that. That's crazy. I didn't. Yeah. Cousin Harold. That's him. Wow. Yep. Minister Society. Yeah, that's my fucking Yeah, take me, take me back. Take me, I watched that movie so many times. And if that movie comes on at any point, anywhere, I'm going to sit and right. watch it. I had it on VHS. Yeah. I, had it I, I believe VHS. I did too. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. I remember we would watch that shit at the same time, bitch. We'd be like, okay, you about to play yours? Okay, one, two, three, play. Play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then certain parts, you know, coming like, oh, oh, shit, here come that one part. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you know, you know. You know. Men's Society was that shit. Yes. Okay? Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people in there. Uh, the, uh, um, uh, what was it? Um, the conscious one name? Sharif. Yeah, Sharif. He was in some shit, too. His daddy was in a bunch of oh, shit. Oh, yeah, his daddy was in a bunch of shit. Yeah. Uh-huh. I ain't never seen Stacey fat ass or nothing. Else. No, I mean, neither. He probably just, uh, he probably one of their homeboys or something. Right. <laughs> just got on, got put right. on. Yeah. Yeah, that was Movie, yeah, and my man's Eileen cousin that didn't like the way he been stalking oh, uh, around uh, either. I did all this. Stacy? That's him. That's him. <laughs> that's him. That's Stacy from the Wood, ain't it? No, it wasn't. No, it's. Oh no no no! That's the other one. That always be getting uh, yeah. beat up yeah. and everything. Yeah. Yes yes. Yeah. 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 Mm-mm. <laughs> but that was the movie. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. But yep, that's the style just playlist with a movie in there. <laughs> I had to do a whole movie one now. Yeah, definitely. Oh, definitely. Oh my goodness. All the black films. All right. Some of Courtney White ones too. Yeah. Yeah, well, I love my I love my little black movies, especially my black hood. Okay, yeah. Hood movies and shit, all that. Paid it for a belly. Yeah. That could be a whole other show. But, um, yeah. Anything else you would um, mention about uh, any nostalgia shit that you want to get off real quick before we get into this other thing thing? Um, no, I think we I think we said all our stuff. I just want to reiterate that my little pics was for times that, you know what I'm saying, times that I was either going through a transition, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. or that I had just went through a transition, you know what I'm saying, it marked certain markers in my life, you yeah. know, my songs is not that old, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> but it really marked the time for me, you know what I'm saying. And that's what it was really about, it didn't have to be songs that were just, you know, semi, I mean, that were just like super old, you know, it could it's really, it's really any part that was... A time in your life that you remember, you know, mm-hmm. and it's just a style, just playlist because it's older songs. It's not nothing that's current this year, last year, nothing like that. It's older songs, so that was really the concept, though. So that's what it was. But yeah, but moving on into this other thing, thing though, um, wish someone would have told me. Yeah, and my wish someone would have told me this week is. I really wish someone would have told me that a large portion of this shit that I learned in school is just nothing that I'm going to use in regular life. I'm sorry. It's just not. And and I'm telling you, delicate dominance does not promote school or dropouts. (laughs) If you, you know, if school is for you. And then, you know, this is, I'm even kind of dating this back to like high school shit, you know. We do not promote, you know, dropping out of school by any means. But a lot of that shit that you learn, and I'm talking about high school in particular, I'm sorry, I just... Am not going to use and did not use in my day to day, and right. it's shit that I'm not using now is not shit that I've ever used and shit that I don't plan on using. I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry. All of this that geometry shit or any of that that, that x plus y equals whatever, whatever the problem and statistics. If Jill leaves Texas at 2,300 hours and Alex leaves Cali at 2,200 hours at 80 miles an hour, how long will it take for them to meet in Detroit? And shit? No. No, I, I've never used that shit. I'm sorry, you know, especially with how technology how technology is now and the advancement of it, and you know how it's going to be in the future. It's just not anything that's going to be important, you know. Right. What I do wish is that in school they kind of taught things that were going to be usable as an adult, you know, like budgeting money, how taxes work, mortgages, right. credit card debt, the interest, keeping your credit decent, right. social etiquette. Our history as black people, our real history, our ancestors, and like 
shit that we need to know as black people. You know what I'm saying? Just, right. you know, they throw a little MLK and little Malcolm X in there or whatever, but I want to hear about the Boston Tea Party and shit like that. You know what I mean? Right. Like, and I really wish that there were more social etiquette classes, more teaching you how to be comfortable in social settings. Because yeah. I didn't know it then, but I know it now. That type of thing is important, you know? Yeah. Knowing how to conduct yourself in settings, and that could apply to anything. That could apply for business meetings, new jobs, uh, you know, events that you might be invited to or, you know, that might be tied into your work. Knowing how to conduct yourself and move and carry yourself and network and things like that is shit that we could have definitely been learning. Right. You know what I mean? And, you know, they may have not have been calling it, quote, unquote, networking at that time, but just basically knowing how to sell yourself and knowing how to talk to people to get you into a higher position. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I wish they would have taught that sort of thing, right. you know? And I really wish someone would have told me that this shit just really ain't nothing that is going to be that beneficial to you. You know right. what I mean? And, you know, it's cool to know it and learn it or whatever, but if it's not a tool that I'm using in my day-to-day -day life as an adult, I kind of just feel like it was wasted learning. That that learning could have been reserved for some shit that I'm using now or right. I will be using, you know, as I further my life as an adult, you know? Right. And, you know, for now, especially in these times, I encourage kids coming up now to utilize, you know, the internet, yeah. utilize books and reading and things that are available at your fingertips that are tools to advance your learning and advance your knowledge as far as all this shit, really. Mm -hmm. Knowing your history, you know, you can, you know, simple Google searches. Google really is your best friend and it'll show you some shit and, you know, enlighten you on things that you never even knew. Shit that you never would have maybe even thought of. Right. So I really encourage that a lot, doing a lot of reading and research and formulating your own opinion, especially in these times right now where the media is feeding you a bunch of bullshit. Definitely use the tools that you have to your advantage. Because a, a lot of that stuff wasn't available like when our people was coming up. Know. You know, it, it wasn't available. Yeah, definitely. Or you had to just get basically what was fair to you. Mm -hmm. So I really wish someone would have told me that because as an adult, it kind of came to me as an epiphany. Like, damn, I'm thinking about all the shit that I learned. And, you know, it, a lot of it is still with me, but a lot of it kind of left me. And it really doesn't matter. Mm, you know, right. Other things that left me, it, it doesn't matter. I don't use it. Mm. You know what I mean? So, you know, and then the thing is that like with the math shit or whatever, unless you are planning on being an accountant <laughs> like it's kind of like you just yeah you just don't I'm sorry you, you just you're you're more than likely not going to use that yeah. so I, I wish more things were available and that they they were willing to teach and even now willing to teach that are going to be tools to be used in the right. future for real for real in real life so yeah wish someone would have told me good one Thank you, thank hey, you. Stay in school, though. Yeah, we definitely, like I said, we not promoting any sort of like school dropouts or anything like that. College, high school, none of that. Because you know, a lot of things are different now. The way to make money and hustle is a little different, and it is a lot more ways to be an entrepreneur than it was, mm -hmm. you know, back then or whatever. But you know, definitely, uh, you know, stay in school and and just kind of use school as a you know, a learning tool as how it should be used, but also use the tools that you have at your own fingertips to expand your knowledge. Yeah. At the same time, it's more so what I'm saying. So don't right. drop out. This is not that. Not encouraging any sort of, you know, school dropouts. Stay your ass in school, especially if you're in high school. And, you know, that's just that on that. Good one. Good one. Mm, thanks. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep, yep. Okay, so um, this is like my favorite part, the Black Business of the Week. Yes, Black Businesses. And this week we are talking about um, a friend of mine uh, who has a podcast. Yeah. Uh, his podcast is called the huh, a podcast called Fresh. Yes, shouts out. And I think that is super, super dope. And he, um, it's another podcast that he, you know, used to do. It's called I Black Man Podcast. And uh, his name is uh, Miles Armadeus Prower or Maps. 
and uh, just a, you know, a very intelligent black man, you know what I'm saying? A blackity black black man talking about just everyday shit in his life, you know what I'm saying? With his wife and, you know what I'm saying, his kids, he got a gang of kids, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and he still like I sound like a same person, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, you know what I'm saying, really daddy duties, and, you know what I'm saying, doing stuff, you know, he got a real dope-ass point of view. And yeah. he show a lot of love, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we, we got to show him some love back. Yeah, definitely. I listen to um, his podcast and everything like that. You know, shouts out to the, all my anime men or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, I know a couple dudes into like the anime and everything like that. And they just make that shit sound so entertaining and shit. You know, right. like, you know, as a kid, like, I fucked with like Pokemon and shit like that and okay. Digimon and everything like that. Like, that was really my shit, you know. But, you know, the anime world, that's some shit. That's, that's like its own world within itself. Know, right? Yeah, that's yeah. like its own little clique, its mm-hmm. own little world, own little vibe. And I think that's pretty dope. I mean, you have like a concept world that only a certain amount of people, you know what I'm saying, is really into and really know about. Like, but, you, will, you will say some shit and the motherfucker that's in the anime world be like, I feel you. Uh-huh. I just, this, that, or whatever. Like, I know. It's a big ass world. Though. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of, yeah, uh-huh. a lot of like people into the anime shit. Yeah. But it was definitely interesting, an interesting take. You know, I, I did like the way that he presented the podcast, and it's set up real nice. The production's real nice. You yeah, know, we even got, like, sponsorships and right. things like that in there. Sponsored so. by the Weaver. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I peeped that. I said, oh. I said, yeah, okay. Yeah, I peeped that for sure. So, yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh-huh. Definitely check out a podcast called Fresh. And, you know, dope artwork, too, for the podcast. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I like this whole setup. I like the name. The name is nice. Uh-huh. And I, it is, I just... Uh, I really can't. I don't know if because I haven't dug into you know what I'm saying his whole uh, all his old episodes yet, but I don't know if he does it this one. I know the first one. You know what I'm saying he had a few people here and there come on, but um, the you know a podcast called Fresh. This particular one that I heard so far, he was by himself, and I just think that is it. Take a certain kind of person to carry a podcast by yourself. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like you got to have a conversation with yourself. Answer yourself, listen to yourself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's it's just a bunch of components, but yeah, definitely. He, he do his thing. So if y'all got, you know what I'm saying, a chance, y'all ain't doing shit this week. Go ahead and check them out. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I Black Man Podcast or the podcast called Fresh. Yeah, definitely put that on your quarantine list for sure. <laughs> hopefully we can get him on a delicate down this podcast oh, and talk some shit to us. It's gonna for, for sure. sure. Come yeah. on, yeah, come through, mouth. <laughs> we definitely gonna do that one for real. <laughs> for real. But yeah, um, shout out to him, and that's our that's our black business for the week. Shouts out to the black businesses, yes. You got something else, Queen P? Oh uh, no, 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 no! I pretty much got off. I was gonna get off. Okay, I did too. I think. Mhm, mhm. Of course, y'all know. Definitely like, subscribe, follow, rate, comment, all, all that. that. Interact mm-hmm. with us on Instagram and Twitter. Please. And the Twitter is Twitter is now Delicate Dom Pod at Delicate Dom Pod. That's the Delicate Dominance official Twitter podcast. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, our Instagram is Del Dom Podcast. D L D O M M E Podcast. Uh, you know, just come say what's up. Drop us a DM. Send us an email. Yeah, at the uh, Delicate Dominance. At gmail.com. Yeah. You sure that's it? Yeah, that's it. Okay. I don't think the podcast is included in the Gmail. Okay. (laughs) So, you know, hit us up on there. Send us an email along the shore. If you, you know, if you bored as fuck in the house, you quarantined and you just, you Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Yes, definitely. Want to kick some shit to somebody? Talk to us because we ain't doing shit either. Exactly. (laughs) We ain't doing jack shit here. So... Oh, we doing nothing. Up drop us a line. We're we watching Hulu and Netflix. Back. Exactly. <laughs> we talk back the show. And cooking a bunch of bullshit. Cooking a bunch of bullshit, okay? Fucking chicken fajita sandwich. Uh, what was that? Chicken fajitas? <laughs> Crunchy chicken fajitas. A bitch slap though. Oh, yeah. Good. Good, good shit. Good yeah, shit. Glad good you liked them, family. Glad. Yes, yes. Cool out of quarantine. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing, too, man. I'm not about to be up at this just sitting up for eating all damn day, for real. I've been right. trying to be in this bitch doing crunches. And stretches and shit like yeah, that. Crunches, just, you'll be crunching off some fucking chips. See, and that's the thing. I'm not about to be doing that. Right. I'm not doing that for real. They just want us to be, everybody go come out fat, hairy, and stanky and shit. 
after that this damn weeks of uh fucking but nah, I ain't nobody gonna be steak and shit. Everybody bought up all the toilet paper and shit. Sure. But you know what niggas ain't buying no damn soap. <laughs> niggas ain't buying no soap. I, I would have been Everywhere I go to, it's just an abundance of soap and shit. You know, I'm just getting like bar soap on the humble. I gotta get like face soap and shit like that. Hella soap, just no yeah, tissue. They ain't <laughs> got no side on it. Like, please limit to two. No, they don't limit to nobody. Nobody, nobody's buying soap. Yeah, nobody's buying soap nor vitamins. <laughs> right. like, I don't understand this shit. They funny. No toilet paper though. <laughs> toilet paper and water. Like, who said that there was going to be not any water at Ooh. any point? Like, what or toilet paper? Where did y'all get that? Right. Like, how does the food equal no water? How does the shit equal no water. Like, I don't know. I, I don't understand it, but you know, that's a whole nother part. It is. It yeah, is. but definitely like, subscribe, comment, you know, yeah. all that good stuff. Yeah. Show love. And see us back here next week, please. Definitely, definitely. Until next time, Delicate Dominus Podcast. Yes. Queen P. At Auto. Mwah, we gone. Later. Love y'all.